welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host, Chingai. Hey, Chingai, how are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm feeling accomplished because oh. we just wrapped up When Calls the Heart Season 9. Oh my goodness. How have we gotten here? I can't believe we are nine seasons in. Luckily, we didn't have to tread through the first couple because I clearly want to forget some of that. But this season kind of gives me a throwback feel. Gives me a throwback. What the fuck are we doing? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is like the reverse sandwich of When mm. Goes the Heart seasons where the start and the end were great and the the insides, <laughs> the, mm. middle, the middle episodes were just like, Blah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I think, I mean, is it because, so guys, obviously we are discussing the ninth season of When Calls the Heart. And last season, Elizabeth made her choice. And this is always the, the season after is always tricky because then there is no more love triangle. Some people are just like, just give us the happy ending, you know? Well, this is a cautionary tale for never giving us that happy ending because, my God, it was not happy. At least I felt like it wasn't very happy. <laughs> it just felt like they were throwing in a lot of things because they didn't know what to do. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. And so in this episode, Shingai, uh, we will walk people through our, I guess... 10 things we noticed about uh, season 9. It's going to be a mixed bag, guys. There's going to be some uh, beautiful, ugly, and horrendous things in here. Chingai actually made a much more exhaustive list, but we can't spend two hours on this pod just hating, so we try to keep it short. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. The hit original series, When Calls the Heart, returns. Constable? I wrote this as a love letter to my son and to everyone else in this town. I can't quite outrun my past. We're on the threshold of a new era here. The original series. And so we'll take this first part of the episode and talk about, I guess, the not so great things about the episode, about the season. I'll start. I'll start as option guy. Go ahead. At, At number 10. Something we noticed and never want to hear of again, unfortunately, I think they're going to force this down our throats, is the fact that Ali is now all grown up, the niece turned stepdaughter turned, I mean adoptive daughter of Nathan is finding a special friend and none other than Robert. Okay, I hate, I fucking hate puppy love. These are my hatest <laughs> storylines in any movie. There is just one movie ever where I'm like, okay, puppy love ain't bad, and that's Little Manhattan. And that's the only time they got it I right. I love that. Right? Yeah. Also, Love by mm-hmm. Matt White. Sorry, Paula, for making you listen to it 300 times in a row, but I, love I digress. That. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was puppy not lo- Little Manhattan. This was not. <laughs> the only time it was also kind of okay was obviously My Girl. And guys, spoiler alert, he fucking dies. So, how can we rectify Robert and Ali? Maybe kill oh my Robert God. off. <laughs> yes, I went there. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I mean, it's the freaking prairie life. There's like cholera, right? Or like some diseases. I don't know. Seems like it's such a happy-go-lucky town that they never get these diseases that supposedly prairie life people had to go through. I don't know. Smallpox? Are we ever going to get to this pandemic? I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. 
more problems with this season. We were looking forward to having more diversity and representation mm. in When Calls the Heart. And we were so excited. I know, Patty, you were really excited no. because we were getting an Asian who was, I think, going to be paired with Nathan. I think that was the hint they gave us last yeah. year before, before starting this season. And so we get May. And I don't even know if it's like May, like, you know, like M-E-I or M-A-E. But yeah, she she just didn't do it for me. And I think I am allowed to say this because I am Asian. <laughs> and you know what? She just wasn't cutting it. I just wish she never showed up in the town. And I think the writers realized this towards the end of the season. I feel like they were doing a chemistry test and it just wasn't working out mid-season. And so they just like let her go she brought in a lot of trouble with some husband drama running from the cops or the mounties i don't know i don't care every time she came on screen i was pissed off you know what i i I favor lucas over nathan sure but that doesn't mean i want bad things for nathan right i want him to find love and this was not it i mean Asian girl wasn't it. She is not it. I was so fucking excited to get Asian representation and a Nathan love match. Like, come on. This is Jizz dreams for me. And yet, and yet, it was a fucking nightmare. She is so boring. I'm so sorry. Even if they try to bring drama, I'm like, please, 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 2x speed through this. I can't do it. Seeing her in jail, it did did nothing for me. I'm like, okay, get her out of here. I I couldn't be bothered with this, like, my, my husband drama. And like, the groping Bill into it. He's a judge. He's not your lawyer. Like, girl, girl. And like, I know that they're trying to pair her up with Nathan and then suddenly we get the, I mean, spoiler alert, the switcheroo for who Nathan's affections are for. But we, we wasted like six freaking episodes or more. On- I would have been fine with like six episodes of pining for, for the <laughs> eventual love match. No, none of this, none of this. And, and okay, they're trying to make her smart. I don't know. Stereotypes? <laughs> Asians I don't know. Smart? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They needed a lobotomy on this girl and change her character. But I, I mean, I, I don't mind seeing her next season. But change it up. Make it interesting. I mean, the one interesting thing about her is that, yeah, she's the chemist slash she helps with the freaking ice cream parlor. Like, what? Oh, by the way, she's a horse whisperer too. <laughs> Were they like trying to do Heartland here? I, it, it wasn't successful. No. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. Moving on. <laughs> More people I, I wish I liked, but I didn't. Okay, these people, I don't hate them the way I hate her. Sorry, me. We've been introduced. It's the second season for our um, other people of color family. And it just pains me to say that Pastor, his wife who runs the cafe, they're now investing in it. Blind daughter and mischievous son. It just wasn't doing it for me. The, the blind daughter had the most, I guess, I don't know, redemptive arc, complete with having her play the piano with the evil, like, teacher. But, like, I, I just... <laughs> I can't. I'll, I'll talk more about blind girl later because um, we have more hate for that. But it's just that the pastor and his wife could... I feel like they could give them more things that aren't just trying to move the plot along. They just seem incidental, and they don't have to be incidental. You know, they could could have a more interesting story, but no. Yeah, and less saccharine, you know? I mean, I know they were trying to do, like, oh, the son is just, you know, acting up. Right. But, like, no. Like, can we not? And also, 
can we not treat them the way we treated Molly and Florence all those years? It took a mm-hmm. while for Molly and Florence to finally get their due. And I just want to cut like cut to that part where we find a real nice like character to them that isn't very like, oh, we're good people. Like make them funny. That's the beauty of like the side characters. We don't need the drama with them. We want the funniness. And that's why Carson, I mean not Carson, sorry. Ugh. That's why Florence and Molly and Ned are interesting because it's like it's comic relief but you're interested in them you're rooting for them anyway you you don't want to see someone pop on screen and just like be let down right away because you know it's going to be something something you're not going to like I guess whenever it's the pastor it's it's never been when calls are as a track record now that I think about it the pastor storylines are never great I mean remember the old pastor that was kind of into Abigail and like I don't know whatever Sorry to the pastor and his blind child. It just wasn't working for me. Speaking of blindness, number four <laughs> on our list is this whole storyline with the accreditation for the blind <laughs> teacher. I don't know. There, you know, I, I wrote this down on our sheet and I don't even remember anything from this because I, I just wiped it out <laughs> of my head. I don't know. Can they just stop harping on the blind? I mean, it's fine. We've established this already. And she's like a very capable young woman, right? Stop with this storyline already. And let's just give her give her something else to do. Aside from, you know, having to defend her blindness and having to deal with all these mean people. Match her with Robert. Give her Robert. Yes. You know what? You know what? Give yes. her Robert. Give her a love story. Don't, Don't make Robert die. Yeah. Don't <laughs> tragic if they match her with Robert and they give him smallpox or something. No, no. Yeah, match her with Robert and, and make them, you know, thrive as yeah, a couple. Yeah, make them thrive. I would support a, um, I forget her name. Angela. Angela, I think, is mm-hmm. her name. My gosh, I can't believe it's in my head. I think it's her name. Um, but yeah, that would I would support a Robert-Angela pairing just for the sake of making them both more interesting than they currently are. Ali already has a personality of, like, rebel daughter, like, prankster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give them both a love story. She doesn't need Robert. Give Robert to Angela. <sighs> I anyway. wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> <laughs> and when we are back, don't worry, guys. It's not all bad things. Season 9 was not such a letdown. Just a little. And we'll discuss more of the things we enjoyed after the break. And we are back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chingai, and we are going through the torturous, but not so, not too bad, season 9 recap. Guys, When Calls the Heart has been in our lives for 9 freaking years now, or more, I can't even remember. And it's not always great, but we're happy to say we've gone past it, and we're going to share with you our favorite things about this season. Starting with the noticeable absences of not one, not two, but three hated characters by Chingai and I. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the only person who's glad that we did not get any Carson this season? No more Jesse and no more Clara. They didn't even say where they went. They just said they're away. And I'm like, yes, do not even acknowledge it. I don't care. I'm so glad they're gone. This is like freaking like house party when they said it. And I'm like, yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. We've, we've killed the Wicked Witch of the East. I'm so happy. 
I guess we just com- we complained enough for this to happen. We manifested the disappearance of these three characters. Good riddance. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, I don't know. I think what scares me now is that we're getting this like storyline. Sure, we've gotten rid of three people we don't really care about. But we're getting the storyline wherein Bill is freaking sick and he's making like last will and testaments. Like, what is this? They they would never kill Bill, right? Never? I don't know. Would they? they I don't know. Do I don't know. <laughs> Who <Shit>. knows? <laughs> well, this is the cliffhanger we're gonna have to deal with. So we're for sure getting a season ten because of this. Among other things. Next up, in our pro list, we have a lot of time spent on Florence and Molly. I love these two women. Um, I'm just, I'm just glad that you know they've gotten their due when it comes to storyline and, and speaking parts and overall being highlighted in the show. I, I don't know how I feel about Molly continuing to pine after Bill season after season, and like he just doesn't give her the time of day, and he knows she's into him. I mean. I just wish he could he could like end it already if he's not into her just just put her out of her misery. He's too busy doing judge things and and I don't know <laughs> mounty things to to care about his love life. I get it and now he's going to die. I don't know. I <laughs> I mean is 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 she going to like be his <laughs> Florence Nightingale? Who knows? I mean, Chengai, he's not even all that. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, he's not. He it's really just... is. Girl, let's find... You know what, Molly? Why don't you get together with Henry? I don't know. There are other boys. There are other men in the village. Bill is not our be-all, end-all. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of yourself. (laughs) Oh, man. More things that we appreciated. So, speaking of Henry. Henry is still the motherfucking silver fox of this town. He is aging like a fine, fine bottle of wine. And it's so nice to see him not just like freaking save people, our our unlikely hero, but also getting into business, hopefully more funny business, with Fiona. I This is the non-love team pair up I didn't know I needed, and I'm loving it so much. I have been pushing for this May-December romance since Fiona <laughs> came into the picture. And I don't know why they're not exploring it. There's nothing There's nothing unwholesome about it. I mean, why not, right? He's single, she's single. He's a hero, apparently. I don't even know how he became a hero. I wasn't paying attention. I all I want is for Henry and Fiona to get together, that's all. I am all for it. And if they don't give Fiona Henry... I don't want them to give her the current mayor, Hickam. Instead, I would want her to get together with the Hallmark Cinematic Universe's mayor for all seasons. This actor has <laughs> appeared in so many Hallmark movies as a second fiddle. I say he is so handsome. They're kind of making him into a bad guy, bad guy, but all bad guys get redemption arcs on When Calls the Heart. And so as he gets his redemption arc, I want... Fiona to be there to catch him because wow yes wow speaking of this new guy he is part of the mining business and something I don't mind getting rid of is more fucking mining problems (laughs) Lucas and Henry and this freaking business that never ends the mines never end I don't understand please get rid of it please get rid of it I never want to hear about the mines ever again no one watches one calls the heart to 
get mine story right? No, no, for sure not. Not Mayor Hickam, but Mayor of our hearts. Our next highlight is okay. This I think this was expected to be one of like the number one, I guess. But you know, a lot of things happened in the final three episodes of When Calls the Heart, so we're we're not gonna make it our, our top thing. This is uh, <laughs> Lucas finally proposing to Elizabeth, which was great. I mean, it was a good surprise. Surprise, quote, unquote. Uh, we love Lucas. I love Lucas. He's so handsome. But I don't know, Patty. Like, why am I not excited about this proposal thing? Like, I, if this had happened maybe two seasons ago, yes. But after, after you know, this back and forth with them and them being together for a while, I'm just not excited. They have managed to make a very interesting character like Lucas Bouchard into the most boring-ass piece of white bread next to Elizabeth. I'm sorry. I know that Elizabeth is the main point of the show. I know that they built everything around her Mary Sue personality, which is nothing. But guys, she has a son. She's been banging. You know, like, there is some fire in her. I think the one thing that I was excited about is that they kept kissing all throughout the season. It's like, damn, girl, can't keep your paws off him. And then they had this little, like, oh, stay the night? Like, you know, like, he's, he's leaving the house, and then, no, he stayed on the couch. And I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> but we know she's not going to act on it because she is who she is. And that... Mary Sue-ness of her really dampened down the character of like this swashbuckling hero, this worldly, I read books and know French and have well-traveled rich Lucas Bouchard was a bit of a bad streak because, you know, she's the good girl that tamed him. Oh God, barf-o-matic. I can't. I, as much as I hated Jack, I kind of realize why they got together now. Because <laughs> the one thing... I mean, Chinkai, I think we both agree, more than the proposal, the one thing that Lucas did this season that changed the game for me happened in episode one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No more little Jack for us. Yeah! You know what? He, he proposed this. I wholeheartedly sign off on this, but she still keeps calling him little Jack. Can she stop it already? Elizabeth is getting more infuriating with every season of this freaking show. Stop calling him little Jack. Also, props to the new actor. He's very cute. Super cute, super cute. And honestly, every time he goes buddy, to Lucas and Lucas calls him back buddy like I get it I like this father son fall figure whatever relationship you've got going on Lucas minus Elizabeth is actually really oh interesting to me and for me my proposal is next season <laughs> Elizabeth I don't know magically disappears Maybe he's now a single dad get, she can get cholera Maybe they she can, can get get call her with Robert just, yeah and then just make Robert it like a, and, a and, stepdad Jack off. show yeah Exactly. So now it's Jack being raised by Lucas and then yes. Ali being raised by Nathan. And it's just a single yes. dad show. I am. Yes. <laughs> yes. My two dads. Yes. <laughs> we can get the homoerotic when calls the heart <laughs> undertones we've always wanted and never got. But yeah. Uh, anyway, why not? Before we get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> And you know what's great about that? It's going to be like three men and three babies and a lady mm-hmm. because we're not, we're never ever going to kill off 
Rosemary and Rosemary and her Lee. husband. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name for a second there. Lee and Rosemary are finally expecting a baby. This makes me so incredibly happy for them. They are the most deserving couple on the show for happiness and she's finally getting it. Rosemary is not only working on a newspaper, she managed to get her husband to you know, write op-eds with her and I mean, you know, the kind of boring storyline was like, oh, they only wanted him and not her and so the acquisition didn't come through from the big newspaper, whatever, whatever. But everything else about them was cute down to the very current-looking Halloween they had going on. That (laughs) felt incredibly current and out of place of the prairie life. I'll give it to them because it is Rosemary and Lee. Also, where did they get those costumes? Where did they get the... Where... What mercantile store is providing these incredibly accurate Romeo and Juliet Shakespeare costumes and Cleopatra and Mark Anthony costumes? I would like to know because it was quite good. But nevertheless, so happy. For Rosemary and Lee, congratulations. Can they not make this a sensitive pregnancy? I want her freaking riding on horses. I want her to be... I don't want any, oh my God, this is a sensitive you know, baby drama. She deserves this baby. I want next season to be Lucas, Lee, and Nathan figuring out at different stages of life how to raise their children. Um, Mm -hmm. If they give her twins, that would be amazing because then it would be like a boy-girl. And then you have an alley girl and you have a jack boy. And then it's like a foursome of like cute kids, hot fathers, and supportive Rosemary for everyone. (laughs) And no Elizabeth. (laughs) This is our dream show. Yeah. And finally, number one, I have been waiting for this ever since the two of them, these characters, started getting more screen time. And I was like, dare I hope, dare I hope that when Calls the Heart does something right, it's let us down so many times. But yeah, came in clutch this time. We're getting a new couple with Faith and Nathan. I am getting goosebumps as I say their names. Let's say it again. Nathan and Faith are getting together. Thank the Lord. This is our favorite blessed season. Blessed be the day when they finally made Faithan happen. Nathan and Faith have great chemistry. Anytime you see them joking each other and how she liked his jokes because nobody likes his jokes. Come (laughs) on, help! Like, I was just, like, dying. Also, good props to Faith for, like, I don't know, standing aside as we pretend that Nathan and Asian lady had chemistry. They did not. Um, (laughs) I would have just, like, been, like, clawed her off. She's like, bitch, I'm the lead here. Just really happy for Faith having her day in the sun with a worthy suitor. It, it's surprising that, you know, they didn't they didn't pitch Fiona as his... Because mm-hmm. that's what we were all expecting when, when exactly. Kevin and Kyla got together, right? But, yes. But you know what? Faith, I buy it. I, I see their chemistry. This is better than anything we got in Feeling Butterflies. This is yes. the ultimate... I love Faith as a character, and I am rooting yeah. for Nathan, even if I didn't root for him for Elizabeth. This is the kind of love that he deserves, and Faith would be such a cool stepmom. No, mom, mom, to, mom. to Ali. Um, adoptive mom, I guess, because they're all just adopting yeah. Ali left and right. I just have to say that I think Hallmark is being smart 
and future proofing the show and that's why they didn't do a uh, Fiona Nathan because Fiona Nathan may break up in real life we don't know mm. and they don't want that mm-hmm. drama on set of having them to pretend to fall in love if they ain't gonna last but we're rooting for you Kayla and Kevin I yeah. am I really am and I Can't hope this lasts because yes 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 guys when we're back <laughs> long live Faithan and Mary Kill after the break And finally, we're going to be doing Mary Kill for When Calls the Heart, Season 9. Although, maybe this is this goes for When Calls the Heart all seasons because I have a feeling we're going to get <laughs> certain <laughs> familiar names come up. <laughs> I don't know. Let's start with our kill for this season. I think we're in agreement with this. Who is it, Patty? Oh, gosh. I mean, guys, if you freaking haven't been listening to the first, I don't know, 20 plus minutes of this pod, we clearly hate and would just don't mind getting rid of Asian Lady May. I'm so sorry. I feel like this is a crime. This is Asian hate from Asian. So I don't know where that leaves us. (laughs) But sorry, honey, May, maybe we can kill you. And then your twin sister comes back and avenges your death. And then we're like, oh, my God, who is this interesting Asian character, Faye? twin sister of me uh, that we didn't know and she'll be much cooler and we'll like her and it's the same actress and yeah that's my proposal kill me and I don't know who else uh, you want to kill uh, yeah her husband too cause cause I don't know. A- anyone associated <laughs> with me can just like die and, and just leave except twin sister okay, that's Faye. coming in yeah. Faye yeah <laughs> okay on to more pleasant things who are we fucking this season Patty <laughs> girl <laughs> There is a saying that if Kevin McGarry is in any <laughs> movie, I'd be fucking him. And I am still fucking him. Mustache on, mustache off. Preferably with that red coat because he really looks good with that red coat. He is meant to be a Mountie. I, I am mounting <laughs> this Mountie and we are fucking. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan. Okay, Let's go. well... I mean, if, if Kevin McGarry's always going to come up for you, we all know that Silver Fox Henry is always going to be my fuck for when calls the heart. I don't know why he gets so much hate every time. I think he's hot and he is my fuck again and again and again. The real Zaddy. Oh, I, I'm sure mm-hmm. he can go. I'm sure he can go again and mm-hmm. again and again. Honestly, Silver Fox, Henry, 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 continue being a Zaddy. You deserve yeah. it. Yeah. We love you. Okay. <laughs> Who Chingai. is our Mary this time around? This guy barely made a blip in the episode. And I don't know how they're going to make him out to be. But I really liked the new... I mean, I don't know even what this character is. He's one of the business people that is coming in to do business with Fiona. We call him HCU Mayor because he's played like the vice mayor or the mayor in other Hallmark Channel dramas. And... Honestly, he's just so cute. I really would like to see him with Fiona, but I would like to see him as I walk down the aisle because he seems kind of well off, honestly. I'm like from a city. I feel like it would add like a nice spin to my prairie life to have this like city boy come in and sweep me off my feet. And then we live happily ever after. I don't know anything about this guy, by the way, but I just I like him. I don't even remember his name. But anyway, I mean, we haven't had like a sister-wife <laughs> moment in a while. And so I'm marrying him too. 
I mean, prairie life and all, polygamy is in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I thought that when you wrote, because I saw, I accidentally saw who you wrote. I thought you meant Hickam. Never. I am never marrying fucking, maybe I'd kill Hickam, but no, I am marrying your husband. Yeah, me too. Thanks. Oh, no worries. We can share. He is, he is he so is. handsome and just such a breath of yeah. fresh air. And like a bit of a bad boy. Like I feel like he's like Henry Jr. Of like, I'm a bit sleazy, but you don't know. I don't know. I like Isn't it. Isn't it like funny it. that Lucas did not show up in Fuck, Mary kill this time around? It's not funny because we know why he's not here. It's the Elizabeth curse. I'm telling you. She has put a damper on his sex appeal and... I just don't want to touch him right now. Even if he looks super good this season, Lucas Bouchard looked great. His hair was amazing. He said all the perfect things. Lucas is great, but unfortunately, he is now tainted by the Elizabeth curse. And uh, I don't know what to think about that. But. Yeah, that's okay. We've got Mayor, HCU Mayor. We've got Henry. We've got Nathan. Yeah, Elizabeth can have Lucas. That's fine. We're good. We are so good, and we're going to get Faith and Nathan next season. So, guys, we hope to see you next year when we get yet another season 10 of When Calls the Heart. Thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode. If you haven't liked, subscribed, or shared this episode, with, uh, this podcast with your friends, please do. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on our socials. Yep. Okay? We're at Instagram at but make it Hallmark. <laughs> And, and on, on Twitter, Twitter at Make It Hallmark. At Make It Hallmark. Guys, thanks again. We'd love to hear from you. We'll take a bit of a break, but we'll be back with some of those summer movies, I think, because those are looking yeah. good, Shingai, and we can't wait to watch it. With looking you forward all. to that. Bye. See you next time on But Make It Hallmark.